0: Kicking off the weekend with a bit of lifestyle. Summer weekends with Francesca
1: Rudkin on News Talks Welcome, good morning. Great to have your company. I'm Francesca Rudkin. Welcome to Summer Weekends. So, Saturdays with Jack Tame, and my Sunday session shows are taking a short break over the holiday period. So we've got these holiday specials lined up for you on Saturday and Sunday mornings. We've got three experts over the next three hours, and they're going to be taking your calls. And we're going to start off with gardening this morning with Rude Kleinpast, who of course needs no introduction. If you've got a question about the garden, if there's something that you're keen to make happen, uh, or you, you're trying to deal with, we're going to talk to Rude. So 0800 80 10 or you can text on 9292. Uh, then after 10, we're going to be talking tech with Paul Spain. Uh, I'm sure there was a bit of technology wrapped up under the tree yesterday or maybe you're thinking of heading out into the Boxing Day sales and want a little bit of advice. Maybe you just need to talk about something to do with tech, about your own tech or your business. Uh, So Paul is going to be with us after 10 and then to finish up the show, Kent Johns is with us from Kent Johns Health. And he is here to talk health and fitness and to help us out and get us all motivated. So let's crack into it. 0800 80 1080, if you'd like to talk to Rude. And welcome to the show, Rude.
2: A hey, very good morning, Francesca. He Merry says, Christmas. As, the, as the expert, as the expert chooses his
1: last yeah. bit of breakfast. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Merry Christmas to you Merry, too. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you too. Have you had a lovely day or two? Did you two? have a good time? Yeah, great oh, time. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, lovely. I'm 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 um, I'm in a, in one of those really weird positions, whereby I uh, decided in the off season of not too much to do to get myself a new Christmas present, namely a brand new metal
1: knee. <laughs> oh my goodness! Exciting. How's it yeah. going? That. Had, that happened two weeks, two and a bit weeks ago. Okay, so you it's st- going well actually. Are you st- are you on it yet? Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Up and about? Yeah, got you. Oh, good. I, I walked on it within an hour
2: of the operation.
1: Fantastic. That's incredible, yeah, it isn't
2: it? And and it is incredible. It's uh, it is also a little bit more involved than I expected it to be, but it is lovely to hobble around on crutches and go outside into my happy place, which is outside in the garden. And um, and and just have time for you know actually doing my own things. It's lovely. It it's is, really isn't
1: it? Cool. Yeah, and that that's what yeah, this sort of time yeah. of the year is all about, isn't it? Absolutely.
2: Mm. So this is this is a weird. This is the weirdest Christmas I've ever had. I think, but it's good. Good
1: fun. Yeah, and, and it's one of those so things. Last, just last kind night of, a big dinner. Yes. You Go on. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm keen to hear about your Christmas. Um, Well, so so last night we had a lovely dinner with the boys,
2: and and down in the shed in the garden,
1: and it was actually
2: quite cool. It was really nice with my grandkids and the the family. And And that's what Christmas is all about. Exactly family yes and what about you you've
1: you've been all right yes very well thank you yep i had a lovely christmas eve Uh, we have our big celebration on christmas eve so i had a wonderful evening and then christmas day was really just a day of recovery with the family and a few more meals and eating some leftovers and things so no it's been absolutely lovely and uh, we were very fortunate in auckland Mm. the sun came out so we could all we all managed to be able to find our own couches mid-afternoon rude and uh you know, pretend yeah, to read yeah. a book, but actually just have a little doze. Yep. And uh, so it was just divine. <laughs> it was just divine. Now we've got lots of calls yep. coming through. We're just having a small problem with the oh, phones gosh. right now, but they're they're all flooding yes, through. Right. Uh, if you've got a text, maybe fire it through to us, 0800 80 1080, or you can text on 9292. 92. Uh, here we go. I think we're almost underway here. Uh, so, yes, keen to hear from you if you've got a question about the garden or about the natural world in general. Simon, welcome. Hi,
0: hi, hi, guys. Um, good day, Simon. Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. Um, look, j- just a uh, rude. What I'm, uh, I've got about two hundred meters of roadside that i have actually decided I should get into the gorse yet. Finally, and I'm just wondering what would be a good plant to put there that's more native. Um, doesn't I don't want anything that to grows too high, but just something that might hold the bank and that together because some me, some regions are about four meters wide.
2: So so this is a roadside and I understand you're above the road.
0: Yes, um, quite high above yeah it'd be maybe some parts, maybe two to three meters above the road.
2: Okay. Well, look to be quite honest it, it's hard because I really need to see it, I suppose in order to get some ideas. which which area of New Zealand, by the way, first of all, Simon? Uh, we're on Pukekohe. okay. Look, I, w- what I'm really into these days, and I'm seeing that right now, if you go and have a look in your neighbourhood and you look at the flowering hebes in Putakawa and things like that, and you look at yep. all sorts of other natives that are around, all I see is biodiversity. I see so many little creepy crawlies and birds feeding off nectar and pollen and see um, uh, uh, things like, like geckos and skinks everywhere. So for me, it should really never be a uniform, if you like, planting. It could be anything yep. you like. But think about flowers that, that provide you with the pollinators that you can have in your garden so you can grow your food or your flowers, you know. Or you yep. look at native shrubs that are the best hiding places for skinks and geckos, or little uh, small shrubs that can be nesting places for all sorts of things like silver eyes, white eyes, you know, that sort of stuff, and, and, um, and fantails. And this is how you go about it. So my best my best uh, advice to you is to go for a, what I call a walk around the block after the Christmas dinner type thing and see what other people have planted in your neighborhood, and see what works well where you are. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And and at this time of the year, and this is a really cool Dutch tip, if there's something in somebody else's garden that you think, oh, I like that, and you don't know what the name is, walk up the garden path, knock on the front door and say, hello, my name is Simon. I'd like to see, what is that plant you've got there in the front? And you not only often get a name from other gardeners, but quite often, and this is really important for a Dutchman, you get a cutting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I do indeed, right. So there you go. So in my opinion, the, the main points are uh, biodiversity. So diverse plantings, all sorts of native things that are local to your place and stuff you'd actually like to look at. Um, so there you go. That's, that basically is what it is. And because you're in Pukikoi, you're not far away from the Botanic Gardens in Manurewa, where Jack Hobbs and the team have done a fabulous job in showcasing everything that's local and grows well there. Not very good. Thanks, Rude. Off
1: you go. Have fun. Thanks for your call, Simon. Colleen, hi.
3: Hi. Hi, Colleen. Hi. Um, I'm just wondering, for the last couple of years, I've got a nectarine and an apricot trees. Um, they all have big blo- blossoms or full of blossoms, and, but there's yep. no fruit coming through at all for the last two years. <coughs> Do
2: those n- nectarines and apricots have pollinators? In other words, other nectarines and apricots offer a slightly different variety that they can exchange pollen with so that the flowers will actually set fruit.
3: Well, the, the, um, uh, there's one one tree in, in each of the areas, um, but the apricot ones have only ever, ever, uh, they've been in a probably about six, seven years, and there's only usually one fruit that comes on the apricot tree. Um, and... But the uh, nectarine one uh, used to always have huge um, lots on it, but the last two years been nothing.
2: Okay, so they, let me then assume that maybe, for instance, your nectarine is a self-pollinating, so it's a, it's, it doesn't need yes. another pollinator, for instance. Yes. Okay, in that case, you'll need to give it some encouragement to make fruit, and you do that by applying some fertilizer we call potash right have you heard of potash
3: yes i have well, okay I've been, sulfate I've been,
2: of potash sulf-
3: yeah yes. go on um well i've been uh, um, getting that the stuff from underneath the pines and putting it around the roots of them is yeah, it but that there? does not
2: contain too much potash. No, it's not bad, but it doesn't contain a lot of potash. Oh,
3: okay. If you, for
2: instance, if you, for instance buy a, a a liquid fertilizer or a granular fertilizer, something like, for instance, nitrofosca blue, it right. has an NPK rating. And NPK means nitrogen, phosphate, and potash. K is potash. Okay. But sometimes, if you, for instance, have a general fertilizer like that nitrofosca blue, you put a handful of sulfate of potash with it, on the root zone and water that stuff in, and if you do that, uh, you know, a couple of times a year—one in spring, one in midsummer, and maybe one in autumn—your yeah. plant, your your tree starts to get the message. Oi, do some sexual reproduction because that's what potash is used for. Okay, yeah? so, so, so you so get good flowers and good fruit.
3: Yeah. The, I mean, uh, is, would they would they um, pl- flower paste um, have that, or do I need to mix it up?
2: No, no. You can get sulfate of potash in a little bag at your local garden centre. No problem. Oh,
3: okay. Oh, that's all right. I can do that.
2: Of course, you can, Colleen. Have a go. I'm sure you can.
3: Thank yes, you, you can. so much. You, <laughs> bye.
2: You're more than welcome, Colleen. Have fun. Bye, bye.
3: Well do. Thanks for your call,
1: Colleen. Charles. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Good morning. Um, can I
0: speak to Good morning.
1: Reed? He's right here Hello. waiting. No, you can't.
2: No, you no, you can't. It's too far. It's too far to talk to me, Charles. I'm in Christchurch. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm in Levin, the brood. Oh, good boy. And um, I've got an orange tree,
0: which is four years old. For yeah. the first year, it produced two oranges. So the second year was six oranges. Then it did <laughs> eight, 18 oranges. This year looked as if there was going to be about 40. And then suddenly, when its buds were all out and the little oranges, you could just see them starting... The whole thing just dies, boom, It's everything's gone brown, they're all dead, everything's what have
2: I done wrong? No, you haven't done anything wrong let me let me go through one of the symptoms. first of all, the increase in fruit shows that it's in a really cool spot. it gets regular water. Is the soil quite nice and moist? Well, it's moist all
0: right yeah it's it's actually I think I was might have over watered it because you know I do it every day or two, and it it's it's just so healthy or it used to be.
2: Okay, what is if is it on a slope?
0: No, no, it's on a on a straight piece of lawn. The only thing I was thinking, I had it, it fairly close to it, is is a soap pit from a little part of the house
2: that takes water. I'm just wondering yeah. if I drowned it. That's the point. I was just going to get there. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the best uh, in the best way to explain it to you is, if your citrus tree starts to suddenly become yellow. The yeah. leaves are starting to droop. They go brown and fall yeah. off. And all this happens within, say, six to eight weeks. Yep, exactly. Very, very rapidly. You are seeing the symptoms of what we call a root rot, Phytophthora. Yeah. Something like that. And a Phytophthora root rot is fatal. Have I got to rip it out? You will have to rip it out, but you have to remember that the spores of that fungus are still in the ground near where their tree was. And those mm-hmm. spores will, it, will attack any other citrus you put in its place. So think yeah, of a totally yeah. different fruit tree in that position. And uh. what you do next is plant it slightly above buff the ground, if you get my drift, by yeah. raising the border so that yeah. the when there is a lot of water underneath from the soak pit and the other stuff, that the, that the next whatever plant you're going to get there, what well, apple might be anything, that it doesn't get root rot itself either or get inundated with water.
1: Thank you so much for your call. We're talking gardening with root. Climb past 0800 80 1080 is the number, or you can text on 9292. You're with Newstalk ZB 20 past nine.